Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? Oh, good things. I praise my God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for health and strength. We thank you, Father, for our well-being. We thank you that we are in your presence. There is no other place that we'd rather be. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you renew for us every morning. The grace that you're ever willing to pour over our lives every time we fall short. To raise us up from the pit. To give us revelation, realization of the mistakes we have made. To convict us. That we might rise up and not fall again into that same pit. You keep teaching us every single day, Father. And we thank you for that. And the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts, which you continue to pour every single time we connect with your word, every time we raise our hearts and our voice in prayer, every time we are joined with you in the spirit to be one spirit, we share that same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer ourselves to stand in that gap. We also share it, Lord, with all those that are called Christians by your name and yet do not know you personally. You are not real to them as a person. And with all those that do not want to know you that are willfully turned away. Quicken them, Lord. Your glory be revealed to them through all the darkness, the light that shines bright, dispelling all the darkness and the darkness comprehends it not, that in that light they see clearly the truth be revealed to them and that truth set them free. As we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, our father, the lifter of men, the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, the one who is ever faithful, who has loved us with an everlasting love and has carved us on the palm of his hand, the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the one who came to fulfill the love of that father. To the point that he gave of his everything, including the very last drop of his blood. The sheep gate, the door, the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life. The Lord who heals. In whom is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth. The scepter of the king of kings. The one who created everything in creation at the spoken word of the Father. That same creator who now has made his tabernacle within us. That the origin, the source, the Father lives within us. And he gives life to our mortal body. That very same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Is now raising us up. Fills us with revelation that the word of God, that Jesus becomes real to us. 
He gives us knowledge of what we can then hold on to in faith, knowing that this is what is said and written about the Father and about Jesus and is made real to us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, the gift of prayer, to legally involve you in anything and everything. We thank you for blessing us with the gift of your spirit, your very presence with us, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with angels, with destiny help us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the day today and this opportunity to speak into our days at the start of every single day. We are able to speak in faith. We are able to involve you in it, acknowledge you at the very start. That you might then direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our declaration and our prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your spiritual wisdom and understanding that you make known through your word that we might use and fulfill the purpose for which Jesus came, where he said, I came that you might have life, life in abundance to the full, that we might not be fallen short, that we might not be left weak and vulnerable, but we might fulfill the purpose that the Father had in mind when he created us. In Genesis 1 verse 26, where he said, let them have dominion. We thank you, Lord, that you help us on that journey when you bring us into your kingdom. We thank you, Father. And as we pray this morning, I cover and seal every word spoken and every person that is part of this prayer. And everyone, every member that is part of every family that comes under the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the will of the Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we reflect on our passage for the day and make our prayer, we also herald the power in our words, knowing that life and death is in the power of our tongue. We speak your words, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, as our declaration of heralding that power. We say, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. That it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and will achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. This is our faith, Lord, and we release it this day. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Yesterday, we reflected on the significance of water before every miracle. And letting your life be based on the word of God, which is symbolic or symbolized by the water. Last week, we reflected on having a burden for your destiny to take responsibility. Today, I'd like us to reflect on the importance of taking responsibility for your own spiritual climate. 
everything in your physical environment has a spiritual climate that does affect it directly. And if we don't take responsibility for it, well, it still exists and will still continue to affect outcomes of anything that we do in our life, whether as part of prayer or as part of our physical life. And this reflection is rooted in the one verse that we see in James 2 verse 26, where it says, everybody without a spirit backing it is dead. Now, what does this verse mean? It means a physical entity without a spirit backing or sponsoring it is ineffective and so lifeless. And we see that with physical bodies as well. When that spirit life goes out of the body, the person dies. He's declared dead. Now let's look at Hebrews 11 verse 3. I'd like us to go further deeper than that. It's not just about a person or a living thing being alive or dead based on whether the spirit is present in it or not. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Things which are seen were not made from things which do appear. That is, physical things have their origin in spiritual sources. And so if a connection to that source is removed, then they cannot exist in that form anymore. So what are the physical things then in your life that are important to you? You can start listing them out. It could be your health. It could be your job, your family, your finances, your relationships, and so on. Everything in the physical must be backed by a spirit. Now, there are two ways of looking at that. You can have a good spirit backing you, in this case, which can be the Holy Spirit, or there could be evil spirits backing in, which are where divination, sorcery, and black magic and all that kind of thing comes from. That is still spirit-sponsored activity. Everything that is sponsored or backed by a spirit is effective, whether in a good way or in a bad way. It does, produces, does produce outcomes. I'd like to focus on what the word says about the good way, where we involve only the Holy Spirit. We don't look to anything else. And when we, when we look at it from this angle, and you look at your own personal lives, our own personal history, we would say no wonder when we didn't know the power of word-based prayer backed by a partnership with the Holy Spirit, we suffered. And I suffered too, until I found out about this truth. And that is what the devil does. He tries to keep people prayerless because this principle then works in their favor when they use it. But if he can keep them away from it and keep them prayerless, then it works in his favor because their prayer now, their personal life becomes powerless. That is just a body in the physical without a spirit backing it. They are weak, vulnerable, susceptible, easy to attack. 
It is very easy for him to sway someone that has no knowledge of what the word says that they can achieve. Which is why the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. When you do not know the truth, then the enemy can take control and power easily because they are not aware of what power is available to them. Everybody not backed by a spirit is ineffective in fighting the devil. You must take responsibility for your spiritual climate. And you are given the gift of prayer as the medium to connect with the Holy Spirit so that when he backs you, there is life, there is abundance in each of those physical circumstances that we mentioned above. And each of those circumstances that you might personally list out that are relevant and valid to you. Your prayer is critical to that life and abundance. Take responsibility for it. Now, what happens when we don't take responsibility for our spiritual atmosphere? When you don't, someone else will take responsibility for it and will manipulate it. And Jesus demonstrated this well in a parable that he taught. In Matthew 13, verse 24 to 30, where he taught about a man who sowed wheat in his field. But while his hired servants slept, that's the important line I'd like to underline here. While his hired servants slept, the enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. Is your prayer life asleep? For if you are asleep spiritually, then the enemy will come and sow weeds and destroy your harvest, your abundance, the success that you should be seeing in all these areas because of those weeds that the enemy sowed, because of the bad friends, because of the wicked thoughts, because of every adverse condition that he planted in there to stop you from having your abundance and you were caught unaware while you slept in the spirit. Do not let that happen to you. You must take responsibility for your spiritual atmosphere to protect your abundance in this life. Now, how can you do that? Through constant prayer. Use your God-given priesthood over every physical aspect of your life. Be a speaking, a declaring, and a praying priest. Bring it all under God's influence. For when he, as the spirit, backs your physical aspect, there is life. Everybody without a spirit backing it is dead. James 2.26 again. Now whether that body is your job, your family, your finances, your relationship, or even your ministry, Bring it under his influence. As Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, acknowledge his presence at the start and he will direct your path. Don't wait for things to go wrong and then start praying. We have done that a lot over the years. It is time 
to change our battle plans. Acknowledge and involve him at the start. Do not work like the fire brigade works. They only work when they receive an alarm and have to go out and put fires. You do not wait for that fire to start burning up in your life before you take protective or preventive action. Take responsibility for your spiritual climate. Pray when you start on it, not when you have tried and failed at it. Pray when it is going good and pray when it is not. Take responsibility for and control your spiritual climate. Remember that you are in charge of it, not the enemy. And when we pray in that way, and when we become word-declaring, faith-filled people, we are able to speak, to prophesy, and to predict outcomes in our life based on what the word says that we hold on to in faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the value of taking responsibility in the spirit, that we don't just look at things physically, but we look to the spiritual source behind it and we solidify our foundation, our position there by involving the Holy Spirit, by involving the angel of the Lord, the one assigned to us by the Holy Spirit. So that in every circumstance, we emerge out abundant and successful. And there is nothing that the enemy can do about it. Help us live by your word and by the revelation that you make known to us, Father. For that raises up the hedge of defense around us. And the accuser has no cause for accusation. There is nothing he can do. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day. We ask for that grace to be able to take responsibility, to use and exercise spiritual wisdom, spiritual intelligence in every circumstance. That we can play our life like a game of chess. When we know the moves that need to be made from the start. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, our friends, and every request that has been made on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation of any kind. Where the joy is sought to be stolen from them. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including addiction of any kind, and including prayerlessness, ignorance of your word and your will, poverty, and busyness, Lord, that the enemy uses to keep your people powerless, and unable to control their spiritual environment. We come against it in the name of Jesus. 
And by his blood we declare victory in these lives that we now raise up in our prayer. We pray also for our own physical needs, those of our families as well, our personal needs. And in a special way, we pray for all those that are not yet saved, that they might be quickened, Father, and they call on your name, and they shall be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And we release our prayer and our faith as our prayer of agreement together. We believe that that prayer is an answered prayer, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your faith, your tongue and your mic and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandra Papa Piazza, 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 Sandra
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Scripture being given today is from Colossians 3, 5 and 6. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a few scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from 1 John chapter 3, verses 20 to 22, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask, because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. A second scripture is quoted from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, again quoted from the NIV, where it is written, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And the third one is from Luke chapter 4, verse 18, quoted from the NIV that says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share it with your family and with your friends and with those that the Lord puts upon your heart to bless. As also, please share Brother Savio's powerful spirit-filled reflections that he posts on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page. Please share those. I know a lot of families use them in their daily prayer as their daily reflections. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.